It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Friday, May 19th, 2023. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. Two new lawsuits were filed against the Sitka Police Department this spring, both alleging that the department arbitrarily applied enforcement powers that it does not have under federal law in one case and under municipal code in another. KCAW's Robert Woolsey recently met with retired attorney Galen Payne to discuss Baranoff Taxi versus Police Chief Robert Beatty, which was filed in Sitka Superior Court in April, and Ron Dick versus City of Sitka and the Sitka Police Department, which was filed in U.S. District Court in Anchorage in March. They began by talking about why a Sitka resident would sue his local police in federal court. I'm just going to say that they chose to take it into federal court and talk about the Americans for Disability Act. I mean, the facts relate to the fact that Ron Dick, who is bringing the suit, had a specially made out golf cart because he's a Vietnam vet. He's old and he's very disabled. He had it imported into Sitka according to the complaint. And he has been running it according to the complaint on Sitka streets for three years. What happened is that he was at a medical appointment at search and was stopped by um, a police officer. Mr. Dick explained that he had permission from the Department of Transportation and um, the troopers that he could run this vehicle on the road and he could drive it uh, in Sitka. He was told by the police officers that he was not to allowed to do that and the officer stated that he was following orders. In any case, he was not allowed to drive it home and was threatened with arrest. Uh, he is, according to the complaints, severely disabled enough so that if he were arrested, he might suffer additional disability. And so this relates to the Baranoff taxi case somewhat because it's also a matter of interpretation as well. Actually, yes. And in fact, this is in state court. And the complaint there, Baranoff Taxi and Tours versus Robert Beatty. So he's being sued individually here. That's our police chief. What happened is uh, they had been running a taxi cab service for a while and a tour business. But Police Chief Beatty said that they couldn't provide taxi and tour services and that she was going to be required to produce seven different kinds of requested items, which she did. And um, Chief Beatty refused to issue the renewal and listed 14 more items that she had to provide. But in any case, under the Sitka ordinances, there is no requirement that these items, these many items, be provided. The problem with the ordinance is that the police chief may require basically any information he wants. Um, Number seven is, quote, information as the police chief may require. That's a very, very open-ended part of the ordinance. And it, and it doesn't tell the average person what they're going to have to produce. Right. I would like to, again, caution people that I've not seen the answer, and I'm sure they're, the city's going to come back with some, some good reasons why um, this is incorrect. But, I mean, there's always two sides to a story. But also, there's nothing in the ordinances that, in, in the complaint says that there's nothing in the ordinances that distinguishes the fact between a cab company and a tour company. And, I mean, they're questioning 
why they need special equipment for a tour company versus a, a taxi cab company. Okay. And licenses or whatever. Yeah. Right. Galen, just sort of knitting it up, um, in both these cases, uh, Ron Dick versus City of Sitka and Baranoff Taxi versus uh, Police Chief Robert Beatty, there's this idea that uh, the police department is exercising uh, discretion that it may not have. In the one case with Ron Dick, it's you know a possible, it's an alleged violation of the Americans with Disability Act. And uh, in the case of Baranoff Taxi, they're just alleging that uh, Chief Beatty is making up rules on the fly. Is court a good place to resolve these kinds of things in general? Actually, yes, because they both involve interpretations of local law. And particularly in with respect to the taxi cab, Baronet Taxi, they're alleging that the ordinances are not clear. And that would be a local issue. With respect to the ADA, there are jurisdictions, for example, that allow these golf courses, these, these nice golf courts, uh, on the, the streets. And so that's probably not the issue federally, but the issue, of course, is when you have somebody who is disabled and can't get easily to places normal people can get, um, that's when maybe a look at the Sitka ordinances might be useful. That was retired attorney Galen Payne discussing two lawsuits filed against the Sitka Police Department this spring. Payne has worked as a lawyer all over Alaska. She lives in Sitka now and serves on the board of KCAW. Plaintiffs in both cases are represented by the Northern Justice Project, which has brought suit against the Sitka Police Department on three different occasions since 2018 and won over $800,000 in settlements for its clients. Wind chimes made out of sea glass, a chess set made out of table legs, and tiny knitted birds in Viking hats. These are just some of the art pieces now displayed at Petersburg's Claussen Memorial Museum. KFSK's Shelby Herbert stopped by the museum as it prepared for the Little Norway Festival Art Show, which showcases artwork from community members. The back room of the Clausen Memorial Museum is packed with paintings and lovingly crafted objects to be shown to the hundreds of Little Norway festival goers set to pack the streets of Petersburg. Cindy Lagadakis, the museum's director, painstakingly logged all of the pieces local artists handed over. Lagadakis enjoys sorting through the many painting and photography submissions, but she says it's also fun to see the three-dimensional art that people around town came up with. Jean Curry brought in some items I haven't even completely gotten to look at, but she makes wind chimes, and this one's made out of a, a fishing float. And then she's put a little, uh, looks like a little shell nautilus design on that, and it's really pretty. Some of the submissions are a nod to the generations of Norwegian fishing families who emigrated to Petersburg around the turn of the century. Robin um, Roberts came in with this, and it sounds like she just makes them occasionally. It's a little knitted bird, and it's it's kind of uh, in Norwegian theme. So he's got a Viking hat on it, and it's a Norwegian or Scandinavian, almost looks like a sweater pattern. The art show's participants are as diverse as the mediums they work in. Lagadakis points out a detailed landscape painting of a waterfall. This one was made apparently by a young person. I think they, I think she said she was nine. 
Lily Ellis. It looks like the water is moving in the piece when you look at it. Maybe even a little um, northern lights effect there with the, the pink on the horizon and you can see the stars in the sky, but it's very pretty. One of the standouts is made from someone who has never shown her art at all. Hoopy Davidson is a retired school bus driver. She brought a series of embroidery samplers, which depict Alaskan wildlife, a Canada goose, and a puffin. She gave a tiny demonstration of her technique, called Russian embroidery. And I'll punch it through, and it comes out like that. So you've got a hoop on the top. Come on. And you pull it up so it stays just like that. See, okay. I'll punch down here, like that. And I'm just punching. I'm punching my design. And so this is what a Russian embroidery is like. So you sit there and you, you've got a design. Davidson says she's fortunate to have learned Russian embroidery from a group of women she calls the real deal, a small Ukrainian sewing circle she joined when she lived in Kasselov on the Kenai Peninsula. A friend of mine, her and I went to take their classes and they refused to speak English, and, but, they, but they did know, oh, that's not right. They knew that because, you know, oh, they'd pull out my thread and you redo it. But, Davidson says, her persistence paid off, just like it did when she started working on her chess set, which she's had in the works for nearly 40 years. As a child, Davidson says she pined for a big chess set. In high school, she took a class to learn how to actually play the game. In adulthood, Davidson wanted to work as a flight attendant for a German airline, so she moved to Germany for language classes. There, she drew inspiration from the design of Teutonic castles, as well as a more contemporary German tradition of repurposing table legs for woodworking crafts. All of her chess pieces are made from the hand-carved and painted legs of tables and a piano. It took her almost four decades to complete the set. Uh, throughout my 37 years, I've had uh, deaths in the family. Mm. I've had, um, you know, raising kids. I also started driving school bus at that time. And I didn't feel like working on my chest when I got home. So that's kind of what took place on why I couldn't finish it within a year or, you know, two or Certainly, just life 37 years happening. Oh, a lot of things. And, and I still had hope that I was going to get this done. <laughs> The exhibit will mark the very first time Davidson has ever shown off her artwork. She says that she's one of many artists in Petersburg who are reluctant to put their pieces out there, and that the event is a place where the community can come together and take that creative leap. In Petersburg, I'm Shelby Herbert. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Friday, May 19th, 2023. Today, showers likely, mainly before 7 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 54. Southeast winds around 5 miles per hour, but coming southwest in the afternoon. Chance of precipitation is 60%. Good morning.